Welcome to Fable and the Verbivore. I'm Fable, Beth Stedman. I'm the Verbivore, Laura Johnson. And this is a podcast for writers who love to read. Readers who love to write. And anyone who loves words. So, today we are going to talk about the book The Creative Doer by Anna Lovind. So, this is a... I kind of want to call it a craft book, but it's not, it's a different sort of craft book. Like it feels more akin to like, um, big magic. Oh yeah. Or, kind of akin to like big magic or like the art, uh, not the artist way. What's the one we talked about? Yeah. The, the, the war of art. Yes. The war oh. of art. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it, it's not a craft book in terms of writing or how to write. It's more of a book about the creative process and how to, engage with that, how to approach that, um, how to make time for that, how to value it. And it's really targeted at women and the unique yeah. struggles that women face in creative work of any kind, which I think is so amazing and like yeah. starters and so needed because, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said. I, th- I, I, I think there are great things about a lot of the, the books out there that are written by men about creativity, yes. but there is also a persona about the artist that is, has been passed down. That is very male centric. That is absolutely the isolated man alone in his room, putting in the words at whatever cost, white knuckling it through whatever obstacle, like he is going to write that book. Um, you know, like, yep. <laughs> and, and, and there's something we can learn from that kind of grit and determination, absolutely. But I think that that the approach that Anna presents here is so much softer and just more sustainable, I think, for a woman's life, um, which often has lots of other pulls on it and lots of other responsibilities. And and I just I I just loved like the way that she approached it. I just I thought it was so encouraging. It was so um, inspiring like it made me want to create <laughs> you know like it made me feel like I could create like I could do yes. this like that oh okay <laughs> like I love that too like uh, she has these question and answers at the end of each yes. chapter and what I loved is there is a human writer who wrote that, those yes those questions it's so relatable like yeah, yeah. And, and there's and gives it that practical spin of like, okay, well, what does that actually look like in our daily life when we're juggling all these things or dealing with kids or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah. Or when my brain is telling me this thing. Yeah. And I, I was trying to figure out how I would describe it and I would call it gently confronting because, mm. and not confronting in a bad way. I just mean, it was so honest, transparent, so um, it looked at a lot of difficult things that women as writers, and she expressly puts a lot of things in there that talk about women, all voices, and we have different situations that we each come to writing with different challenges. And it really acknowledges all those voices and values all those voices it's not the like we have to boil this down and generalize it to a specific yes. group. it was so very open yes and welcoming yes to all those different perspectives and even 
kind of bringing in historical societal um, implications that we have to I think acknowledge in order to even just acknowledge some of the things within us that barriers to action to getting our words out there or things that we tell ourselves but it was so gentle in all of that it's um and so relatable in all of that too like I just I felt like like even though it was very open and there there wasn't a lot of assumptions about like every woman's life looks like this, you know, like yes. it was very open to lots us all, all having lots of different situations we're coming from, but it still felt so much like there were so many little places where I was like, oh yes, I totally feel that, yes. or, yes, I've that. or yes, I do that. Like I laughed out loud when she was talking about um, not going pee, <laughs> like, like holding it in for like <laughs> It's like, oh my God. I constantly am telling myself, like, well, I just have to get these things done and then I can go. (laughs) Ways that we ignore our natural impulses, our natural needs, like, and kind of cost ourselves so much by putting everyone else's stuff in front of our own. Absolutely. And and to our detriment from a health or mental health perspective, I think it was a very kind of eye-opening, not just in, I think we can know it about ourselves, but seeing it written the way it was, you're like, oh, Uh that's me. You almost like feel like you're in a a group where you have to like admit, I'm, you know, Laura Johnson, I'm, and I, I'm a writer, and that is me, <laughs> like, that's part of my yes. experience, and, and I think, like, in calling those things out, it just, it contextualized something that I did, but didn't necessarily mm-hmm. understand the ramifications of, mm-hmm. oh, maybe some of my priorities might be a bit <laughs> out of whack, like, right. And I know that, I know that they were, but to see it really in that kind of extremity where you're like, yeah, you should probably listen if your body is trying to tell yourself something, you should probably listen to that. It it probably, you know, it might be good for your health. Yeah, totally. There are so many moments like that where it felt like, yeah, like almost like group therapy in some way to just be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I can see this in a different way now. And I think you're exactly right to describe it as kind of gently confronting. Um, I think that is a really good description. And yet I felt like she didn't, she also didn't leave you in that place of being yes. like gently confronted. She offered solutions and like, hey, here's a path forward <laughs> or here's like what it might look like to try this differently. And like maybe instead of white knuckling, making sure you get your words in every day, maybe you try this instead, or maybe you try that yes. instead. Or or even at one point she suggested like writing out a list of um, all the things that you're responsible for that you don't even think about during the day. Yes. And that was like mind boggling to me. But practices like that where you can actually see something on paper and see like oh no wonder I'm like totally burned out and stressed and okay how can I move forward in a way that takes some of these things off my plate whether that's saying no to someone or whether that's asking for help or like just being more I think it was it was gently confronting but it was also like the kind of awareness that brings movement or that inspires movement and helps you to be like 
oh, this is something in my life that I need to actually change. And there is a way to change it. I don't have to just settle for this anymore. Absolutely. It, it was almost that like gentle leading down a path from yeah. paralysis, like to yeah. one step and then the next. And it, it purposefully, how she did it, I think, took that into account that some sometimes like the sheer magnitude of yeah (laughs) yeah the size of what it is it's almost easier to not change than to try to change all of the things at once and I think it was very much that take this step you know then try that and I I love that as well with the making the list of all Mm -hmm. the responsibilities because Often we're like the saying no, and you know we hear that that you know right. to work on saying no. It's like that's great in theory, um, but to then being able to take a practice that maybe you don't do all the practices in the book. I yeah. I want to read it again, um, taking it in sections. Yeah, because um, I think that there was it's so dense with so much yeah, great. It definitely feels like one you could go back to again and again for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So many great pieces of wisdom, so many great things to consider that really you could hold it in your mind for a week, one concept, and try to, you know, get it added to your life. Mm -hmm. And then you could try another Mm -hmm. and add it in. And I think doing an assessment, there was lots of things that talked about stepping back rather than barreling forward, stepping back. And kind of not disengaging, but getting perspective. Yes. <laughs> it was, again, something that I'm like, oh, I need to do that. Like, yeah. In many areas of my life, getting a little perspective on it and then figuring out what the next step forward is. Yeah, I think I, I found love that. that. So, I totally think that's a great way to describe it is that stepping back. And it was so useful because I think so often the advice we're told as writers, like, is to barrel through. It's just, just yes. keep writing, just keep writing, just keep writing, you know, like, and, and that is, there's a, you know, like yeah. there's some truth to that. Like you do need to just kind of keep writing, but also if something's not working, you have to like step back and find out why. And I, and I loved how she even modeled that. Like, like there was a section in the book where she talked about how she and her partner and like their family wanted to live out in the country. And so they moved to yes. this house out in the country and had this garden and all this. And she was having trouble writing. She was like, everything was like, it was too much. And she had to step back and say like, okay, what do I value more? Like this dream of living in the country and having this garden or whatever, or my writing. And okay, ultimately I value my writing more. So they moved back to a smaller place that didn't have as much like responsibility or as much uptake. And that kind of like radical evaluation of your life was just like, oh, (laughs) like, I don't know. And, And so helpful to be like, okay, maybe the answer isn't always just plowing through with the writing. Like maybe there's something else in my life that has to give in order for the writing to be more, have more ease in it or to be able to flow more naturally. Yes. Well, and even, I don't know about you, but sometimes after being in a relationship for so long, there's certain things you do that you yes. don't even know who valued it to begin with. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why are we still doing this? Why are we this? doing this? <laughs> and, and it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think doing that assessment, Erin yeah. and I had started to do, and we haven't really had a chance to over the last year, but we've done kind of like a, us take a moment 
maybe it's a couple of hours to have like a bagel and coffee <laughs> where everyone else isn't <laughs> and to like look at i think it, it, there's a lot of things about kind of money and valuing yeah. and that connection to what it is your priorities are and we look at it from that money perspective but also from that time perspective and really it's hard to do that in the midst yes. of everything like mm -hmm. you do almost need to kind of like take a moment time for it and so yeah. set aside time for it yeah prioritize it separately from everything else mm -hmm. yeah it's hard to see your own life when you're right in the midst of it you kind of have to step back and have some space and time in order to really make those kinds of evaluations absolutely and i, I think the work too on sometimes as well like stepping back from a project when needed yeah to kind of do that reevaluation maybe maybe the view needs to change or maybe like there's yeah. something that's not quite working and you intuitively know but you haven't been able to like connect that it's not like yeah. it's there it's in your you know something's not right but you kind of keep moving forward and then it's yeah. like okay <laughs> I need to disengage for a bit and just yeah. see like what it is that's causing me this. And I think there's, so you talked about like the difference between striving and resistance. And I liked yeah. that clarification and yeah. differentiation, I should say, about those two different things because they are very different. Yes. Yes. I liked that a lot too. And I felt like that is definitely something that I hadn't really heard anyone else talk about before. You know, like most of the time, anytime I hear writers talk about like not writing or being stuck or writer's block, like the answer is just, well, it's resistance. You need to just push yeah. through. And I, I did love that she kind of, yeah, differentiated that a little bit and, and differentiated like that there are like that, that striving can lean to, genuine burnout that he's yes. dealt with and not just pushed through <laughs> like <laughs> yeah absolutely and we are naturally encouraged by everyone around us yeah. <laughs> to strive and to be productive and yes. to be efficient and yes they are not separate like they are not necessarily bad things but when we get in that mindset of we actually can't even cultivate quiet because yeah even when we're not doing, our brain is trying to strive and, and giving yep. us all those guilt trips on, well, maybe you didn't get that thing done and you yeah. didn't get that. And I, I loved that she, she showed that the kind of layered complexity of striving, that it's not just doing the work. Yeah. Sometimes it's feeling like you have to be doing the work. That and was fascinating. Yeah. Feel terrible for not. Mm -hmm. And and I And that's um, still that mentality of striving that there's yeah. like this have to do it, this clutching of the, the fists on it. Like I think as we hear other artists, other creatives going through and kind of sorting through those things within their own minds and yeah. even helping others um sort through those things too yeah. we can start to learn how to apply it to ourselves and yes. really start to figure out the nuance of those things yeah it was like a, a book i hadn't honestly planned on reading like i i entered a giveaway she was doing and i won it and i like i am so glad that i read this book like i feel like i want to recommend it to every 
especially every woman writer I know, like it just, it felt so, yeah, like it was all those things that we were talking about, but also just so empowering, like in a way to be like, like you, you don't have to do it the way everyone has said you have to do it and you can kind of take back some power and figure out what works for you and your life and your situation and what you need at this moment. And that, that can change too. Absolutely. And it gives freedom like yeah. in that way. I, I think so many things are so prescriptive yes. and are actually like, these are the rules yeah. and you need to learn the rules. You have to write every day. You have to, yeah. <laughs> and this was just so like freeing. Like I read it and, and I, I would also recommend it to anyone is one of my favorite reads, you know, in the last two years that I, yeah. I would say that profoundly made me take a step back and think about how I think. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And I love that she like connected with even psychology and studies that support these things that, that kind of, it's not just that it's one person's very specific perspective. It really pulled from a lot of different things in that and gave a bunch of different options for solutions that again it just felt freeing and open and I loved that it looked at individual voices and said there's a place for you like to everyone like everyone reading this book and you know that's one it's also that re-reminder of the more we listen to unique voices, like the more we learn and grow and expand, but also the, the valuing of all of those voices as well, like Mm -hmm. putting it out there that you, your specific voice has value and it's needed. And I think, you know, we do often get into situations where we're forced to play small where we're forced to take up small space that's not every place that we're at mm-hmm. but i don't know if i've ever met a woman creative who who would answer that question of saying no i haven't i haven't had to be small i yeah. haven't had to you know give space up to someone else sometimes quite literally i so there was the master class with um nk Jemis. Jemison? Yeah. I don't want to get her name wrong, but yes, I wrote hers. I wrote I watched hers too. <laughs> I, I love her. Yeah. She was talking about like space creep where yes. you get into a situation and and like she gave the example, I think, of an airplane. And I've actually oh. literally had it happen. Oh, where, absolutely. Where my armrest is spreading and like <laughs> and I'm like, I have no armrest. Yeah. I'm literally making myself small. And I think reminding ourselves that even if the structure of the world yeah. doesn't naturally allow ourselves to, to claim the space yeah. that's ours, it is ours to take. And we should never feel bad about ta- you know, being in that space. Yeah. And, and I think this, it talks to that while yeah. also discussing the like, safety elements of that too. Yeah. Like, it, it looks at really the complexity of society and just acknowledging all those very difficult things that we need to 
as human beings have needed to take into account and how yeah. to kind of find those safe spaces in order to yeah. create. Yeah, that was so, I loved that she, the way that she approached that. And, and the way that she talked about safety too, like I don't know that I have thought about how important safe, like feeling safe is to yes. the creative process until reading this book. And it was so, it was really eye-opening because I, I could really see how moments in my life when I have stopped mm-hmm. writing, like, like I, I used to joke all the time that if I wasn't blogging, then that was a sign that something was wrong. Like I would stop yes. writing when things were really bad. And I, I had thought like, well, it's just stress. Like, but it was so interesting to reframe that as like, oh no, like I didn't feel safe then. And that we need to, sometimes when we're stuck, like what we really need is to find safety and to find a way to safely move forward in that creative process. I think there's something really powerful as well about being able to identify when our safety has been removed or when a situation is happening that's outside of our control or we feel is outside of our control. Um, I've, in my personal life, had to do a lot of boundary setting. Um, About a month ago, I had a situation in which I was highly triggered um, by something that happened outside of my control. And it it was, um, I've spent basically the last month writing about it daily. Not just that, but writing about, it kind of was this tip of a much larger iceberg um, that kind of flows into other ones. And being able to acknowledge that and to be acknowledge where you can kind of reinforce those boundaries and maybe you need to disengage from certain areas or even certain people. Yeah. Um, I think we, again, as, as women, we don't, often yeah we aren't encouraged to do no, that not at all we're encouraged to put our put our needs aside and put everyone else's needs in front of ours and no don't take up space yep. don't set boundaries don't say no like you Sublimate. have to be the good the good woman who takes care of everybody else <laughs> absolutely and i think having someone look write a book that was so honest raw and also very actionable Um, and and even just getting into the nuance the layers of that we have to make really weird judgments on what's happening to us and they're like is this in our head is this like real what's and I think giving voice to the no your experience like your experience is valid like and your voice is valuable and connecting those things to then show that the work that you do, even if it's not like working on a project, if it's working on like the, the internal to get right. to the place that you can create, that's valuable too. Like that, that has, that has value and weight and importance. Absolutely. Oh, yay. Um, all right. So go yes. get creative doer. By <laughs> And um, we'll have links in the show notes. We definitely recommend it. And yeah, clearly we, we enjoyed it. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I, yeah, I think it is definitely one that I will be going back to again and again. Just Something else I found really helpful in this is just, it, it was really encouraging to have someone validate that creating as a woman is different. Does mm-hmm. that even make sense? 
Like, it does. <laughs> I don't know. Totally. Like, I think sometimes I feel like, is it this hard for everyone? And it was kind of good to be like, oh, well, maybe it's not quite this hard for men. <laughs> like, yes. It, it is this hard, though, for other women, even in the different situations, you know, like, so if you're feeling like it's just really hard to create as a woman, balancing lots of things, lots of hats, lots of work and obligations and family responsibilities, and you're feeling made small or made to think that you're small, this is a book for you. And, yeah. and we also are for you. Yes. <laughs> we, we, we validate those feelings and want to encourage you to, to keep going, to keep reading and writing and, and creating and putting your voice out there, but not at the detriment of your mental health or your physical yes. health or your, you know, like to, to do it with grace, a lot of grace and gentleness for yourself and, and for your needs um, and to find what works for you because it's going to be different from what works for everyone else. And it's, it's most likely definitely going to be different than what works for men. So. And that's okay. <laughs> yes. There you go. There's my, my little feminist box for the day. I love it. And I'm here for it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us so much. And we hope if you enjoyed this, that you would leave a comment so other people can find us and, um, and reach out to us on Instagram. We would love to hear your experience with this stuff. We're always up for, for talking and for um, venting and yes. for just <laughs> encouraging one another in this, in this process. Yay. Yay. <laughs> ah. I, I, as we said, I loved this book. I'm glad yeah. you found it. I'm glad it found Ben. Found I'm glad me. it found us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, sometimes the a book finds you right when you need it, and yes. this one found me right when I need it. 